1: We love hearing from you, so keep on sending your tweets and comments. We read every one of them. And don't miss the chance to take our very important listener survey at podcastone.com. Your responses will help us to make this show the very best it can be. It'll only take about three minutes of your time, and you'll get the instant gratification that comes with knowing you helped us out. You can tell us how you really feel about the show and help us get to know you better. You can tell us how you really feel about the show and help us get to know you better. Do it now. Take the survey at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. And keep those tweets and comments coming. Hey everyone. Hi, hello. It is me, Allison Rosen, and I'm sitting here with fan favorite Shane Dawson. Hey. Welcome back.
2: I'm a fan favorite.
1: You're a fan favorite. That's exciting. And you're an Allison Rosen favorite. Oh. Now is this your third time on the show? <laughs> um, or second? I think it's your third. You're in is it? Yes. Wow. Gary is is raising three fingers. You're in a special club of three timers.
2: Okay, who else?
1: You, Doug Benson. Oh. Right? Mm-hmm. Greg Proops. Mm-hmm. Oh. Dave Damaschek. hmm There's someone else. There oh, is. Pete Holmes.
2: There you go. Oh wow. That's yeah. a good club.
1: It's a really good club. Well, you're in of a, white men.
2: You're in um you're in a club of on my podcast. I am. Of a, a one time woman and you're in a club with Tara Reed. <laughs> so
1: Yay. <laughs> yes. Okay. So recently I was on your podcast. Mm. With the, let's just lay out, first of all, tons of things to talk about. You have a movie coming out and you're going to be in a TV show and these are related. Yes. And another TV show as well, right? Uh, Weren't you creating something or aren't you? I sold you?
2: one, but. Oh, yeah, all right. Well, knows. that
1: too. Maybe if, if we have time, come back to that. So we, we need to talk about all of that. Also your podcast. So let's just jump into that right now because I recently was on your podcast. Yes. Shane Dawson and Friends. Shane and Friends. Close
2: enough. Which one? Shane and Friends.
1: I had such a good time.
2: I had a great time having you.
1: It was super fun for me. So what happened is your regular co-host... Died. Left.
2: Died. <laughs> <laughs> Died in a fire. Right. Uh, it was a horrible accident. Very I'm sad. It's still
1: unclear what actually happened to her.
2: <laughs> I just no. sense some
1: bitterness. No. There's joke uh, bitterness.
2: Some yeah, some uh she's like a family member to me. She just you know, she just was over the job and was ready to move on and I like torturing myself. So I, I'm still doing the YouTube thing and <laughs> all the other ten things.
1: Right. So you are having different people come in and be your guest co-host. And you sent me an email, and you asked if I wanted to be the Kelly to your Regis, mm-hmm. which I loved. And I said yes, and I had a good time. And now you just uploaded another one with someone else, yes? How's yeah. that going?
2: It's, <laughs> she's not as good as you. Thank you. Um, no, you know, you were the first. When I decided to do guest uh, co-host, you were literally the first person that I thought of and I was like, okay, she has a million other jobs, she has a million other podcasts, but I wonder if she could do this because you I feel like we have good chemistry. I think we do. And I and I and I feel like we're also kind of the same person. Yes. And we're both right now wearing the most like dark in, black in, <laughs> right inside fat kid totally. clothing. What? It's a hundred and fifteen degrees.
1: And we both have long sleeves on.
2: <laughs> you're wearing like you're wearing but a see, couple layers.
1: Yes, but one's a T shirt. <laughs> Hence in a pinch, if I have mm. to, I can look a little more appropriate. You're um, just in a long sleeve no, like an, thermal black I'm a, shirt. I'm a,
2: full knit. Full body <laughs> knit. Uh, and it's it's one of those things where you don't know how much hair dog hair, pube hair, all the kinds of hair is on you until you're in a fluorescent lighting situation. Yes. This is disgusting.
1: No problem. <laughs> Actually, no, let's just leave this in. So Gary just put up a note saying he needs to grab something from the studio and that I can feel free to ignore this comment. Or, oh, wait, no, feel free to ignore or comment. I guess I chose to comment. Yes, you did. (laughs) Yeah. And so then we were going to cut out this part. But then I'm like, my whole thing is I let Mm -hmm. it all hang out. As well we we know. Yeah. So we're letting this hang out. Feel free to come on into the studio, Gary. Thank you so
0: much. What do you Sorry think you forgot? About that?
1: I don't know. It's something time sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's just narrate to the okay. audience. Okay. So the note just moved on the screen. Kalen is taking over the note. Gary is sneaking in. He's grabbing a piece of paper. He's walking out. It's some
2: kind of serial killer. What note. it says is... Here we come. I'm trucking in. Is that a... Oh,
1: I see. These are... no Okay. I th- yes. Wait. Is that
0: like a secret? Like, did I win something? <laughs>
1: Actually, now you just alerted a bunch of people of something they've been waiting for.
0: Oh, my God. Frankly, I was more impressed than anything that he could read this. I know. (laughs) This is doctor's writing. That's the only reason I held it up. Or a serial killer. (laughs) Yeah. that,
1: too. No, what it is is uh, that is a reference to something that happened on the Adam Carolla show. Right, Gary? Uh,
0: Yeah, last Wednesday.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Something happened on the Adam Carolla show when you hear this last Wednesday. And I believe that you had to grab that so that Matt can put it into the...
0: I needed to get it properly titled so that it could get up for the Adam Carolla show, which we'll post before we're done with this. Gotcha. I'm very sorry to have interrupted.
1: No problem. We were just talking about all the, the <laughs> hair and stuff that's on you. I thought you were going to say all the hair, you don't know all the hair that someone has until you're looking at their chest hair, which <laughs> I'm looking at yours.
2: I have a lot. Here's the thing. I'm not that hairy of a person. Everybody assumes because I have chest hair, I'm a hairy person. But it's really just nipple above. Like my crotch is, I told you I had a, a, a dick slip. In my last video. We talked about that. Yes. And you can can tell from the dick slip picture, it's not that hairy down there. It's I only have this and my arms.
1: Right. So it's just above, on the above the waist, above the nipples. Mm -hmm. That's not bad. For people who are wondering about the dick slip pic, (laughs) it it was a reflection off of a trash can. So
2: I did the ice bucket challenge because I am a fan of ALS or (laughs) a fan of curing it. How is that curing it? I don't
1: I, know. You're just raising awareness. I didn't okay. think you're curing it.
2: Mm. Well, uh, I donated, which a lot of people didn't. I, okay, I still, people did you do it?
1: No, I haven't done it yet.
2: <laughs> did you get tagged?
1: I think I may have, but it. I don't know. You know what? I don't recall being tagged. But this is making me sound like a horrible person. <laughs> I got a tweet saying, "Hey, I tag or like I I tagged you on Facebook or I called you out or whatever." But. The ALS challenge coincided with my dog dying where I was just like, oh. I feel like I have a free pass from having to pay attention to anything because I am fucking dying over here. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, no. So I did. Yeah. I did the challenge and I had no pants on because I film my videos with no pants on and uh, my trash can was reflective. And when I showed everybody, look, there's ice in here. The reflection caught of my, my privates. Right. And kids were screen capping it and enhancing it and making it so they can really see it. All, all it is is a blob and my legs. And I'm fine with it. Humble You've it down.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, what a blob.
2: <laughs> Humbly. Um, well, here's the thing. Because, you know, everybody's freaking out. like, oh, are you so scared? Are you so sad? Whatever. And I'm like, listen, like, you can't really see anything, but you can see the root of my penis, which is thick. Not saying it's long and not saying it's great, but I have a thick root.
1: That's not bad. Yeah. Who cares? But do you think a dick slip is as bad as a um, nip slip? Or a clit slip, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I just said I suppose. I put in a lot of L's a clit in there. Slip. Yeah, what I'm saying is, I just feel like <laughs> mm-hmm. it's—I don't know why—but I feel like it's different for yeah, women.
2: Don't let your hood hang out.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about um, let's talk about this this new co-host versus me.
2: Okay. Uh, well, she's a child. Um, how old is she actually? She's probably like she's
1: a young YouTuber, yes, or
2: something. But she's a genius. I found her. She walked up to me. She walked up to my girlfriend, Lisa, at a party and gave her a business card and said, hello, I'm an up and coming YouTuber. I'm 12 years old and I would like you to check out my content.
1: Wow.
3: So
2: I was like, let's fucking watch. It's going to be terrible. I watched it. She was great, smart, funny, quick, good editing, good writing. And so I kind of like- At I, 12?
1: And does yeah. She, does she do it all herself or Now she's she doing like 15,
2: it? I think, uh-huh. all herself. So I kind of adopted her in a creepy way. <laughs> um, and I have, I have her do like a little show on my channel on Sundays Um and that's going well for her. And, um, and yeah, so she came in, did the podcast, and she nailed it. Not as good as you. Nobody says good you as good as you. You have to say that. <laughs> no. In um... my presence,
1: of course, you have to say that.
2: But <laughs> I'm sure she was wonderful. She was wonderful. It was a, a very bizarre episode because she's like 15. Then the other kid I was interviewing was 15. And I was a creepy old man. And they kept talking about like when they were kids. It was weird. Yes. Yeah. The
1: responses were very nice, though, for the most part from your fans. Mm-hmm. I know you were worried about them being cunty, but no.
2: No, they loved you. I really love you. This is all. This is all going
1: according to plan. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect.
2: I did. Did you notice though? I cut some stuff out of that podcast.
1: No, I didn't notice.
2: I re-listened to the podcast, and because we were just flowing, we said some shit. <laughs> we talked. Some, we talked a little bit of shit. Did you cut, cut shit out? that
1: I talked? Oh out? yeah. Thank
2: Both you. of us. I was protecting us.
1: Thank you very much. Yeah. 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 Well, you're gonna to have to tell me afterwards what you cut.
2: <laughs> it wasn't that bad. I was just listening and like, oh god, we we. I think we kind of forgot there was microphones. We were just kind of letting loose.
1: Well, you were, de- yeah, you were definitely letting loose, and I just went with it,
2: <laughs> letting my hood hang out. And now, <laughs> fully. <laughs>
1: now I have to pay you a compliment. Oh god, a compliment which will reveal how much I perhaps didn't exactly know about you before, mm. but something that I was very impressed with when I did your podcast. Um, you were talking about. The Teen Choice Awards mm. and the discovery. Is this part of anything you cut out?
2: No. <laughs> okay. And in. the
1: discovery that the the uh, teens' votes weren't counting yeah. and how much this bothered you. Yeah. And I just realized like, wow, because some people wouldn't necessarily be upset by that because there's a way to look at that situation where you could say, yeah, but it's – I don't know. You could understand, like, why they're doing it that way even even though it's, like, very cynical what they're doing. But the fact that it bothered you, I liked that because it just to me shows how much integrity you have and how much respect you have for the individual fan and watcher
2: and viewer and all that. Yeah. I mean I, I, the Teen Choice Awards is bullshit. And they – what bothered me the most was that they were using – you know, all these YouTubers and nominating all these YouTubers for all these imaginary awards that they weren't even telecasting because they wanted them to pump it out to their audience. And they wanted all these kids out there to be constantly hitting up the website every day. And it was just using all these kids and it made me sick. Like it was gross and offensive and, um, and what bothers me more is that more YouTubers weren't kind of speaking out about it because, you know, they want to go to the awards and they want this and they want that. And I'm like, but that's come on it's sad all these kids voting all day like all day these kids are voting thousands of times for their favorite person and it doesn't even matter i mean welcome to hollywood i guess but geez
1: did you get other youtubers to get upset about it (laughs) did you organize
2: (laughs) we organized uh we no youtubers are kind of afraid to talk about that kind of stuff and i guess i kind of burn bridges left and right so i need to work on that
1: you need to work on that into the microphone a little more. I'm
2: sorry. <laughs> I get nervous that I talk too loud. I have... Oh,
1: really? Is that yeah. why you're talking quiet?
2: Yeah, I'm sorry. Louding I... it up. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. No, I get nervous because I sometimes I get too loud. And then when I re-listen to a podcast, I'm like, God, I fucking hate myself. I fucking hate my voice. And then I go into a whole tailspin. No. I got you covered. <laughs> Don't even yeah. sweat it. Thank you. Okay.
1: I have had the realization, which I already knew, but it. I've had it more recently of just how loud I am, especially on planes. (laughs) And you want to know what really brought it home to me? My husband going, shh, (laughs) (gasps) repeatedly, shh, shh. Or making the audience cannot see this, but I'm making the like, shh, quiet it down just a little bit, hand, condescending hand gesture. Do
2: you do it? Okay, because Lisa, or my girlfriend, does this in public. Okay, so a waitress will come over and be like, you know, do you guys need anything else? I'll be like, no. And as she's walking away, not even 10 feet away, Lisa will just look at me and be like, Oh, God, she's annoying. Like, And I'm like, you can't do that. And she's like, what? That was quiet. I'm like, no. (laughs) No, it wasn't. She heard. She turned and heard. So you don't do that?
1: No, no, no. It's not about people in my vicinity. It's for some reason – it's just hard to hear. I think it's like when there's something that's making it so I can't hear that well, Mm. then I overcompensate and just start talking loudly. So on a plane, there's a lot of noise. No, it's usually me just talking about whatever my own – whatever – I'm not talking about about anyone. I might be mm. talking about a situation that's bothering me, but not involving anyone on the plane. However, he'll say shh because he'll realize that people are looking over and that's how loud I am. And uh. I'm not even aware of it. I'm just a loud person, I guess.
2: You're no. Well, sometimes I don't think so. I love. I just. Oh, thank you. Gary, wow. you've been on a plane with me. Somebody just brought Am me I water?
1: super loud. <laughs> no. They tell Daniel that.
0: What? Well, to be <laughs> fair. Hold on now. To be fair. You haven't sat next to me. I have. We've, we've sat across the aisle. That's true. But we don't converse as much as you and Daniel may. Probably not, yeah. And, on, uh, you know, maybe you've... You could have ear issues. I get really loud on planes sometimes. My ears, like, get stuffed <laughs> yeah. up, and I can't tell that I'm talking loud.
1: Yes. I, that's exactly what it is, because I'll be like, oh, no, am I talking loud? And then five seconds later, I'm like, and then I said!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Are you a loud chip chewer?
1: Oh, I don't know. I might be. Mmm. I try to... <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have issues with loud chip chewers?
2: I okay, nothing. I don't get agitated by much, but people who chew loudly, certain foods. Like my mom used to have um, every night. She would have a big bowl of Cheerios before bed, and and it was it was like she was chewing on ice like, <laughs> or glass. It was horrible. And I sometimes I actually wanted. I thought about her dying. I thought about me killing her. Like I got really of the Cheerios? dark. Yeah.
1: I my my version of that is. When someone is constantly going like,
2: oh.
3: All, oh. any sort
1: of noise like that, just constant. And like my dad, I don't, I think it's because he has bad allergies. I don't know what it is. It's only started, thankfully, since I've moved out, which was a long time ago. I realize it sounds like I just moved out <laughs> a long time ago. But now when I'm back, like, so when we do live Adam Crowell shows, uh, at Irvine, oftentimes I will beat traffic and go to my parents' house, and so I'll be putting on makeup in my parents' house, and I'll be in the bathroom putting on makeup, and I'll, I'll just hear this, like, uh. sounds coming from the room, and I, I want to kill someone. Oh. It's that Cheerio anger.
2: Oh, that Cheerio anger. It's weird. Anger. I don't
1: – and then one of my good friends from college is a constant uh. kind of person. <laughs> 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 There's a lot of phlegm. Being. I oh. think it's a phlegm situation. I don't know what it no, is. That's I was like, a- "How does his wife handle it?"
2: There was one. Po- I think it's a
1: nervous tick. I don't think they're aware they're doing it. I keep talking over you. Sorry, go ahead.
2: No, I think you're right. Um, I have a lot of nervous ticks. I'm ticky. I didn't know that until I did this show where they were filming me all the time and then they had, it's one of those things too, where they're filming me all the time and then they'd be like, hey, you know what you do a lot? Like it was a lot of that. <laughs> so they tried
1: to agitate you. Yeah.
2: Like, they were like, oh, we should have a ticker go off on the screen. Like every time you like pick a wedgie, like they, they had that thing. Anyways, I got sidetracked. What was that? About? Oh, um, I was listening to one of your podcasts the other day. An older one, because like I've heard them all, so sometimes I'll go really far back. Maybe like, maybe I, I missed this one, and I forgot I who the that. Oh, you're welcome, and I forgot who the <laughs> guest was. But oh my god! Like as he was talking, it sounded like a mucus monster was like trying to get the <laughs> fuck out of his. You know what I'm saying? It was kind of like a. Anyways, Allison, and it, like it was just like like he was gargling milk. It was horrible, and I I was I tried, but I couldn't. I couldn't listen. Where was it? I don't remember. No, I, it was bad. It was, And it was somebody that I was like, ooh, I'm excited about this one. And then I was like, never again. Oh, my God. You know what I'm talking about, though? You yes, can hear I it. do. And it's always breakfast time. Ugh. I
1: feel like I might know who it is, too. We're going to have to discuss this after the podcast. Oh, yeah. So I was talking to someone today. Wait. Breakfast time made me think of that thing in school where your teacher has, like, a glob of white spit oh, that shit. keeps moving from the top to the oh, bottom no. lip. It's I just, I just totally checked my lips when you said <laughs> now that. No, it's making me want to do that. Mm. Uh, yeah, I had a meeting with a doctor today, and he had one of those. And I was like, oh. don't look at it. Don't look at it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Or no, the worst is the um, the the green pimple in between the nose. Like oh, the Right. It's making me touch my face now. (laughs) That's the fucking worst because all I want. Green
1: like infected or green like there's some zit cream on it?
2: Oh. Is that what zit cream does? No, I I think it's infected because it it looks like a whitehead, but it turned green because it's like just fucking do it. Just pop it. Yeah. It's turning.
1: (laughs) I always admire when I see that, when I see just such a ready to burst, <laughs> disgusting white on someone's face, I think, wow, that takes a lot of restraint that you haven't yeah. been in there just monkeying around with that.
2: I am obsessed with, I think I've talked about this before in the, on here, but I'm obsessed with popping pimples and popping other people's pimples. And if, if ever, like Lisa wants to get me to do something I don't want to do, she'd be like, I have one on my back and if you help me do this, I'll let you do it. And I was like, okay, I'll do anything. Do you Move find boxes, it as
1: satisfying as your own?
2: More. Really? Because I have more control. Because on oh, my own, it's hard yeah. it's like trying to find it and whatever, trying to look in the mirror. But when it's somebody else, I can like play with it, knead it a little bit, right. get it ready and then fucking boom.
1: Do you <laughs> <laughs> have you ever found yourself in the position where you've been picking something on your body and then you realize you have like a back or a neck ache because you've been in such mm-hmm. a weird position trying to access this like tiny piece of hair that's turned inward or whatever it is every
2: day of my life. I have um, I have a. Well, I have a nipple situation, but I also have this back situation where it's this pimple that always comes back. And to get it, I have to re- – you just heard my arm crack? Yes. That's because I was trying to get it earlier. And after about 20 minutes of going at it, it's just
1: – Yeah. The aches. What's your nipple situation? Oh, did I not tell you about this? Uh, maybe you did.
2: Um. Okay. Well, I, I'll speed it up since I might have said it. But I have a nipple situation. My nipple is like handcrafted by a doctor, so it's not real. And it builds up liquids and it squirts.
1: I really – does this is this ringing the bell?
2: <laughs> oh,
0: Gary knows this. It was burned in his I mind. How did I turn?
1: How did I tune this out?
0: I don't know. <laughs> you do a wanna, lot more bodily fluid
2: talk than me. I
1: guess so. Yeah. I want to.
2: I want to do a challenge to you know support the people with nipple situations. Maybe some kind of a bucket challenge. Maybe maybe a dump jelly on your head challenge. I've or mentioned
1: this before.
2: This is oh my God. nipple situation. Oh, it's you nothing, have a nipple situation?
1: It's not the same. Okay. It's perhaps a cousin to yours. Okay. I've mentioned it on a podcast with Dr. Drew.
2: Can I guess what it is? Yes, please. Because I think I know where you're going. Really? Okay. Because I have a few situations. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I had a nipple situation with my old nipples. (laughs) And I basically had breasts. So I feel like... Okay. Do you have like little black dots? No. That you pop? No.
1: No, that sounds fun though, but no. (laughs) It's a very different. It's a different... It's more of a
2: nipple phenomena. Oh,
1: there is a spot in my butt <laughs>
2: <Okay>. <laughs> that
1: if I touch it, I will feel like a dink.
2: In your nipple? Yes. I have I s- that. You, <gasps> you yes, do? We yes. are the same person. <laughs> we were cut from the same Because I'm like, how nipple. can
1: that be? I always think I must be imagining this, except I noticed it the first time when I was like eight. Yeah. You have this too?
0: Oh. Absolutely not. But I have a question that I feel like <laughs> there will be plenty of people listening that mm-hmm. will want to know. All right. Did you accidentally say in when you meant on? Or is this no, spot in No, it's pretty in internal.
1: It's like a... It's pretty... The way that it happens... It only ever happens on the toilet. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I know that's more information than you wanted. No, no. But it's like a wiping. That, that it's a, in the yeah. In the course of wiping, I'm like... oh. Uh-huh. I feel like I just got shocked in my nipple.
2: It's all the nerves are... are but are how the are they...
1: How do they connect? Because it's the exact same spot on my butt, I think. Yeah. And the exact same spot on my yeah. nipple.
2: I have... Okay, so after I got this surgery... I'm transitioning. After I got, you know, my skin removal or whatever. So you should – for
1: anyone who doesn't know, you should explain what that was. lost
2: 200 pounds. I had a bunch of extra skin. They cut off like 15 pounds of it, sewed me back up. I kind of look like a gingerbread man.
1: And they made your nipples, which apparently I already knew but I had forgotten. Yeah, they
2: took my old fat big – Pepperoni nipple, pancake nipples, and like turn them into normal people nipples, mm. and which is the weird thing is they're like you'll never be able to feel them again, <laughs> whatever. But they're overly sensitive in a bad oh, way, not okay. not good.
1: Interesting. Yeah, it's like hurt. they left. It's like they left the nerves or something.
2: Yeah. So, the so what I learned throughout that process is he said. Whenever I touch a certain place in my body, sometimes I feel it somewhere else and it's always the same. And the doctor was like, yeah, because your nerves are connected and it's this weird cycle. And I told him about the butt thing. I was like, yeah, there's a place on my butt that I feel at my nipple and there's a place on my neck where I feel at my leg. And I was like scared of it. And he said to embrace it.
1: That's so crazy. I've never met anyone else who's had that, Mm -hmm. but it's made me, it's a real just me or everyone. (laughs) And it's made me wonder if other people have this and I've tried to Google search it. To know, like spot in my butt that I feel in my nipple. Would
0: love to know what came up. When just you did porn. That. It's seriously
1: just porn. It's nothing. Uh, it's
0: Not normal porn either. Yeah. No.
1: <laughs> All right. So let's. I'm, so I'm glad that we have these
0: mm-hmm.
1: situations and phenomena.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but it's not a good feeling. It's almost no, like it's sharp. like you know when you get that when you hit your funny bone,
3: mm-hmm.
1: which doesn't happen very often, but it's that electrical impulse yeah. thing. It's like that. It's like I feel like someone just got. I just got shocked. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. Let's talk about your TV show and your, uh uh-oh, Mucus Monster.
2: Oh, here we go. Here it comes.
1: Your movie and the show and how that relates. Take it away. Go.
2: Okay. Um, So, like, over a year ago, Chris Moore, he is the guy that created Project Greenlight, which was, like... 10 years ago on HBO, I think, or Bravo or something. Um, And he also did all the American Pie movies. He wanted to bring back Project Greenlight and have a little twist on it. So he had this idea of taking one script and having two different directors with two different styles make their own movies. Project
1: Greenlight was a reality competition show where a bunch of directors Mm -hmm. um, get to make – are they whittled down and they yeah. get to make a movie? And then
2: the the winner got to make a movie. Right. And then we watched the process of one person making a movie. Um, but he thought that was kind of outdated. Like, everybody's seen behind the scenes of movies. Like, it's not that interesting. So to make it interesting, that's why he was like, let's have two directors with two different styles and blah, blah, blah. Um, so uh, he picked me to be one of the people. And he wanted to work with me before. And this kind of just worked out. How
1: did you meet him originally?
2: Um, I'd signed with a YouTube network. Um, and... Uh, which I mean, do you, do you know anything about YouTube networks? It's not just that a little bit, but it's it's kind of like you know. What is your network? Uh, they're called Fullscreen, and they're cool. They're good. I don't. Oh, really, yeah. you know. Oh yeah, my
1: friend works over at Fullscreen. Oh, really? Dustin, do you know him?
2: <gasps> yeah. Oh, do so, you? Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Oh yeah, no, you know him because you were on a show with him, my show.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, I know, yeah, because there's. There's a lot of people that work there, but there's a few um, memorable yes. people. He's one of For,
1: them. For um, hardcore Allison Rosen's your new best friend fans, Dustin Goot is the man we are talking about. He mm-hmm. used to be on my show all the time, but now because he works a full screen, he can never come and be on the show, no. which sucks.
2: Yeah, well, it's 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 cool. I mean, whatever. It's like an agent. It's kind of like having an agent. They help you get like brand deals and all that stuff. Um, But yeah, so he went to them and was like, hey, I kind of want to find new talent, new directors. Do you know anybody? And they gave him a list and he watched everybody's stuff and he liked mine and he met with me and – he was one of those people he made me cry like he was like Shane I just want to tell you I really think what you're doing with bringing the heart and the emotion and doing the comedy and he did this whole spiel about how much he loved my stuff and I started crying that's so nice yeah but it was I'm like it was it bullshit I don't know but I bought it I I just it was amazing and so sometimes even
1: if it's bullshit it's what you need to hear (laughs) or what you want to hear
2: on it's like that's like therapy because I started going to therapy very recently oh you've been going for a while yes I went because you you talk about it all the time. Oh,
1: thank you. And I, I was think.
2: about to drive off a cliff and I was like, maybe <laughs> Allison can do it. Nope. Um, nope. <laughs>
1: therapy cliff. Come back to that. <laughs> uh,
2: um, yeah, wait. What were you we talking about? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we did the show. Um, I was in Pittsburgh for like six months or something, which. <laughs> Well, so Oof.
1: choosing who the which the, who the directors are going to be was that not part of the show? No, the show okay. is
2: basically like um, you know it right starts off, yeah, with starts you with me and, and it's on stars and what's it called? It's on stars. It's with a Z. Uh, it's <laughs> like, my mom called me. She's like, "What's a star?" Like she did not know what it was. Um, and yeah, the other director, her name is Anna. Uh, and um, what was your other question?
1: What's the show called?
2: That's why. Uh the show is called The Chair, which I don't understand. Oh like the director's chair. Th- that okay, that's what it is. And it took me a while because I was trying to find like a review of it. So I, I searched on Google like Chair review and it was literally just a bunch of reviews of chairs. And I'm like, "Okay, great. So our search is great." Um, Wait, is it
1: already has it already been airing?
2: Yeah, it's I think the second episode came out. Wow, that's um, how
1: much I don't get stars apparently. That's how much
2: nobody. Uh no, star Surprisingly, the reviews, I've been reading all of them, which I didn't think I was going to, but I am. And they're really good. Like, good. I I was like, really? Okay, I'll take it. Not that I had anything to do with it, but.
1: So this is a show that filmed you during your process of making a movie called Not Cool.
2: Yeah. Well, at the time it was a movie. um, So they gave us a script, uh, like a teen drama kind of thing. Oh, they
1: give you the script?
2: Yeah. They gave me and her a script. And it was called How Soon Is Now? And um obviously I was like, okay, I don't know if I should do a movie like I just uh So they so comedy, interesting. They, they
1: two different the way two different directors approach the same material.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she I'm took a drama. To yeah, she took a drama and I was like, Let's do a comedy. So I worked with the writer, the original writer, and we kinda he helped me and we turned it into kind of a broad teen comedy and um And yeah and it was just the the process of pre-production production production, post-production we're still filming the show now um and it was weird the whole thing was weird yeah what was that like i mean i'm used to being filmed but i'm used to filming myself it's kind of okay you know what it is it's like you know, what? you're on Instagram, right? And you're taking selfies and you're filtering them. You look beautiful and you're like, oh, my God, I'm amazing. And then you g- press that tagged button and you see the pictures that people have taken of you. Yeah. And How you- did
1: everyone get these fat photos <laughs> of me? <laughs> yeah. You have
2: no control over them. It's like you in an airport. or you. It's, it's like, oh, no. Oh, no. That's what the whole show was. Right. I had no control over it. So that's so interesting. That was terrifying. It's hard for me to watch. I literally, even if I'm watching and I'm having like a freak out and I look like an asshole and I'm yelling at somebody, whatever, I don't even care about that. I'm literally like, oh my God, why am I wearing that shirt? I look fat in that shirt. <laughs> That's all I'm thinking about.
1: And so. you said that you noticed you were very ticky. Like, what are your ticks?
2: <laughs> very ticky. Okay, so I, I literally bite my nails to a point where I bleed. And I didn't know I did that. I mean, you think by looking at the Yeah, you'd think
1: you, you, or you would think that your girlfriend would have pointed that out.
2: No, look, I even ripped the skin off.
1: Don't do that. I
2: know. Um, so there's that. Every time I'm, I'm thinking about something, I start fucking chewing at them. Um, I pee a lot.
1: They caught that on camera or they oh, catch yeah. you talking about it?
2: No. they. Well, every time I go pee, I have to tell somebody oh. so they can turn the microphone down or whatever. I pee. They counted. One time I pee 23 times in a day.
1: I pee all the time. Do you pee all the time at night too? Because I oh, do. Yeah.
2: hundred Yeah. Last night I had to get up five different times to pee.
1: I pee all the time. I've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. My husband does not even pee. I've, he never wakes up in the middle of the night to pee. I don't get that.
2: No, and sometimes I pee. Sometimes I get lazy. Okay, this is a little too far, but. And I promise, I used your toilet. I swear I didn't. I
1: don't care. I don't live here.
2: Okay, well, <laughs> Wait,
1: we're going to say you pee in the sink because Adam does that all the time. Okay,
2: I know. I, I heard him talk about that, and I felt like I wasn't alone. So I. I I don't do it anymore once I started living with Lisa. But before that, it game game on. I was peeing in the sink. I was peeing in the kitchen sink. I would pee into a glass and then pour it down the drain. (laughs) I would pee into some kind of a bottle and then pour it down the drain, put it in the trash can. I I feel
1: like guys do this all the time, right?
2: Yeah, right? Okay. It's kind of a game. Of course. Okay, cool. One time – okay. So I had a friend stay over (laughs) – this is bad. This was a while ago. But I had a friend stay over and uh, I, I had this mug I would pee into in the middle of the night and then pour it out oh, no. and put it in the dishwasher. Well, this every night, but I never really used the dishwasher. So I was just sitting in there just collecting this pee residue. So <laughs> I came out one morning. My friend was drinking out of no! it, No. And I was like, no! Uh, no. Where'd you find that? Oh, it's in the dishwasher. It looked clean though. I'm like, Oh, I mean, pee is sterile. So, yeah, I pee in a lot. Of, I pee in the bathtub. Like, I'll just literally move the shower curtain, just pee in the middle of the night, just right into the bath.
1: Because it's a larger target?
2: Because in the middle of the night, I always have a boner. And peeing into a toilet with a boner, especially in the middle of the night, because you don't want to clean it off the walls and clean it off the, the floor and all that stuff. So you just, like, just fuck it. Just shower. Boom. And then the next morning, you're like, wow, my shower has yellow spots everywhere. This is a problem.
1: <laughs> Gary? Yeah.
0: yeah. Is, this what, is this
1: what you do, too?
0: I mean, I don't. Yes, Do you I, not pee I, in and I, ha, a lot? I, I don't, but oh, I have so done. Lucky. I have done every single thing he's talking about, and I usually have the same problem in the morning.
2: Yeah.
1: Kaylin,
3: mm-hmm. I think
2: every guy has that problem in the morning. The boner. Except I clean
0: up a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh
2: my god, so much clean. I okay. I've mastered. Okay, just for you guys, this is just a tip. I've learned the um, what is it called? So- <laughs> I'm making a hand gesture right now, but it's not as dirty as ever. It's a silicone sil- – Cylinder? Like, cylinder. Is that what it's called? I don't know. I, I've, I've created it to where now I can create this – my hands, I create this cylinder cone situation around my penis head. And it kind of just – I guess it's Dides similar to a vagina it. peeing. I've never seen a vagina pee. But it's like it gives my pee a place to go directly into the toilet. And then I have to wash my hands a lot afterward. Does Do that make sense? Do you pee on your hand? Yeah, so it's like I create it. And then oh, I you create a
1: funnel with your hand? A
2: funnel—that's what it is. I create a funnel with my hand.
1: Yeah, that's not a vagina. Is not like that so much.
2: <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not. More,
1: no, what a vagina does is it makes it so that basically, it's just like like an like a um, like those uh, helicopters that drop water on a wildfire. <laughs> It just makes it so that angle-wise, you're just—it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it's
2: why just it sounds all so falling thick? out? Yes. Because sometimes there's all- not
1: a, there's no way to have a thin stream of pee. Occasionally, oh. sometimes it'll be like bifur like there'll be like two streams and one's headed one way and one's why? going another way. I do not know
2: hair entanglement.
1: No, I don't. I don't know if <laughs> it's basically like maybe it's the situation you're in. I mean oh. the position you were sitting in before. I don't know exactly why that happens. I just huh. know. From situations where I've needed to pee on sticks, and that makes it sound like I'm taking a buttload of pregnancy tests, which I'm not. I was trying to use these ovulation predictor kits, Mm. which weren't working for me but anyway a lot of having to pee on a stick and being like whoa where's it going like having to move the stick around finding yeah. the stream i well, don't can't know you pee
2: into a mug and then you
1: can i just didn't want to
2: you can use my mug <laughs> i'll bring it over it says cunt on it does it really yeah it's it's the c Perfect. is the handle oh that's yeah, nice funny yeah uh yeah so i pee we pee we all pee wait a minute your vagina sorry let's get back to that because i'm okay. trying to rem- i'm trying to figure this out so it's a f- so why does it so sounds thick? Because it's a it's a big drop. It's not because when my mom pees, oh she's gonna be mad. Whatever she does, when my mom pees, it sounds like she's emptying out like an expired orange juice container.
1: Yeah, like, it's like a- <laughs> <laughs>
2: maybe that's a problem. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I think
2: There's a lot of swashbuckling going on.
1: Here's what I think. <clears throat> Imagine a flume ride. What a flume ride, What's like the that? log ride or oh, Splash like a fl- Mountain or something, I like flume yeah, ride. like where there's like a big, you know, a big, like <laughs> cascading thing at the mm. end. Um, and your bladder is like inside the mountain,
3: <laughs> okay.
1: And for a man, it's like goes down the wherever it goes and then it goes voop, out the penis, <laughs> whereas for a woman, there's no penis for it to go out to, so it's just like, <laughs> am I making sense? I thought there's you guys like, had a pee
3: hole, like,
1: we do. But I'm just saying the keyhole. Is pee it hole, wide? It must be wider than yours. It's not that wide, though. It's not
2: like a bottle, like a Powerade bottle or
1: No, no, no. It's actually – well, I've seen your – not your, your personal <laughs> peehole, but I've <laughs> you seen You saw it. the picture?
2: Yeah. <laughs> the eyes bucket picture?
1: It's really – maybe a tiny bit bigger. It's not that much bigger. I think it has to do with the fact that it's not going down a penis before mm. heading into the toilet first. Did you it's know – It's like constant your, – your, your penis is sort of like a little funnel.
2: Mm-hmm. Not the one I create, but the one that's... Right. Uh-huh.
1: Except that I do, I do not know, actually.
2: Mm. Let's get Dr. Drew on this one. <laughs> uh, did you know that... I feel like I also talked about this before, too, but did you know that there's a, th- a thing that guys shove a metal rod in their penis that vibrates?
1: Sounding? I do think that we talked about this. Oh, my God. Do, this is an interesting thing that you and I... Because I doubt that you talk about this all the time, right? No, no. Right. And I don't talk about <laughs> this all the time, either. <laughs> But it's a, I, there's something about the combination of you and me that makes us talk about the same things every time. I know. But it's actually not good for podcasting. It's comfortable. But it's, it's interesting. Well, what yeah, is cause, that?
2: Because you were talking about the people. Um,
1: I, I not think, what is sounding. No, no, but no. But what is it that makes I us talk about the same things?
2: I think it's like, you know, when you like see a, a friend from high school and you're like, oh, my God, how's it been? You kind of talk about the same thing and they see each other a year later and same thing. We're just like, we go back. Yes, I
1: think that is what it is. And also another thing that we talked about one Uh time or more than once. What? Your used underwear.
2: Oh, we did? Yeah. I got new ones. That's right. Yeah.
1: No longer are you shopping on eBay for old used underwear? No,
2: I got a bunch of free ones from the show because American Eagle was one of the sponsors.
1: Oh.
2: Well, they didn't really give them to me. I just stole them, but...
1: Well, those are going to wear out, and you're going to need some wonderful new underwear because it's unbelievable how putting on a great pair of underwear changes your entire outlook for the day. This is not a joke. You know that feeling of pulling on that ratty old saggy underwear. (laughs) I want you to know the feeling of wearing great fitting, great looking underwear. In all seriousness, when you have underwear that, for me at least, if my underwear is not sitting correctly... (laughs) I have to go home and rip it off and kill someone. <laughs> I cannot stand no. underwear that's like riding up or just wrinkling or – I changed
2: mine before I came here. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Do you ever – do you have this thing mm-hmm. where you pull your underwear out of the dryer and you put it on and you're like, oh, this pair shrunk more than the other pair's and it's making me feel fat in my underwear. Uh, back in the drawer, you.
2: <laughs> I actually like when they shrink because it's like a girdle. Oh. I like it real tight.
1: All right. Well, MeUndies has the most comfortable underwear you've ever tried on. They fit perfectly. And you could even you could order a smaller size and you have your girdle fit. Oh, perfect. They fit perfectly. They don't ride up on you. They literally pull moisture away from your skin so you're cool all day long. I have mine on right now and I am floating. They had to get me <laughs> off of the ceiling earlier. They had to attach weights to my feet to bring me back down because I was just floating. Here's the thing. They also make you look great. Go to MeUndies.com. Check out the pics of all the different styles And for the girls, they have hot-looking boy shorts. And they're a fraction of what typical high-end designers charge. So go to MeUndies.com slash Allison and get 20% off your first order. 20% off your first order when you go to com slash Allison. Right now, you even get free shipping in the U.S. and Canada, and they guarantee that you will like them. I'm
2: going to check that out.
1: Do it. com slash Allison. Okay. So let's go back to – so you're still filming the reality show.
2: Yeah. They are done – after the movies come out and then um, after the winner, I guess, is picked.
1: And what happens if the winner is picked? What happens if you're the winner?
2: So the winner gets $250,000. Um, it's very confusing because I was like, why is there a prize? We both got to make movies that are getting distributed. So what's the prize? I think they wanted to have a prize so they could be in like that category on the Emmys, like the oh. competition or whatever. Um, so, yeah, and I guess we find out about that in the in the last episodes, like November maybe?
1: And it, what's her movie called?
2: Her movie is called Holidaysburg.
1: Holidaysburg? <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I know. It's a little confusing at first, but uh, it's like Like act-
1: Elizabethtown.
2: Okay. Interesting, because—so Holidaysburg, when I first heard the title, I was like, oh, it's like Holiday and Pittsburgh together. Weird, but I like it. Uh, but no, it's actually a town. Oh. Yeah, it's a town she grew up in, I guess, uh, called Holidaysburg. I've never heard
1: of it. Yeah. That makes more sense, I guess. Um, yeah,
2: so it's kind of cute. I like that. There's two L's in it, so I always misspell it.
1: But is is hers a different movie than yours?
2: So, okay. So here's what happened. So the movie <clears throat> that they gave us, uh, they were basically like, listen, you can change pretty much everything except for character names um, and a basic idea. So the basic idea was about teenagers coming back from college for Thanksgiving break um, and going to their hometown and, you know, it's Thanksgiving break and whatever. Um, so, sh- so there were six main characters in the script. I cut to... And she cut two. And we actually cut different people, if that makes sense. Um, but we kept the same character names. So I play Scott in my movie, who's kind of the lead guy. And there's somebody else playing another Scott in her movie. It's fucking weird. So you see the trailer back to back. It's like there's a lot of similar plot beats. You know, a girl hits a guy with a car. Then they start dating or whatever. It's like in my movie, it's me and this one girl. And then in her movie, it's some, these two other. It's weird. It's Is like she in her universe. movie as well? She has a small part in her movie because she, she's she's never directed before, like, for real. So she, I don't think she wanted to take on, like, that much. Um, for me, it was kind of like, oh, I do this all the time. So even though everybody was telling me not to do that because it was too much work, I'm like,
1: eh. They said not to be in it.
2: Yeah. Well, especially Zach Quinto. He was one of, like, the producer guys. And he was like, how are you going to do it? I don't understand. Um, and I think I did it.
1: Is he? I know that name, Zachary Quinto.
2: Um, okay, so he is not from Ugly Betty, because that's what I thought he was from, which I got um, told that was not what it was. He was from Heroes? Yes. And then...
1: That's uh, why I know his name. Star Trek. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. American Horse. Oh, he there he a is. Dead body. Wait, where? Oh, yeah. Gary is mm-hmm.
1: holding up his photo. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do know who that is.
2: Looks a lot like the guy from Ugly Betty. But no, I mean not really. But like in my head, he does. Do you know what I'm talking about? The guy from *Hungerland*, the the guy that was a of Yes, I do.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So that's. Did you tell him that you thought that he was that guy? Because maybe that's why he doesn't like you. If he doesn't like you, which I've heard that he doesn't. (laughs) Uh,
2: No, uh, you know what? I think one reason he might not like me. Not saying he doesn't like me because who knows? Uh, Well, he doesn't really like me. But I think one reason is. Well, you're
1: under the impression he doesn't.
2: uh, He doesn't. When I met him the first time, um, he was on a show called *So Notorious*, which is a Tory Spelling. Do you remember that? She had a yes. sitcom. It was so good. I don't think I saw it. So thought. bad, but so good.
1: Makes me want to see it. I
2: watched all the episodes. It was about her real life, but she played herself, but like a weird version of herself. And she, he played uh, her best friend. So I walked up to him and I'm like, oh my God, I'm such a big fan. I loved you on So Notorious. And he kind of looked at me weird because I think he thought I was making fun of him. But I was like, no, I fucking, I didn't see Star Trek, but I fucking saw it on So Notorious. <laughs> I have the DVD, motherfucker. I have them. Do you them. really? Yes. <laughs> I still the, the cover is her and her pug dog and the pug dog is like ripping her dress off and she's laughing. I watch it all the time. Huh, so
1: yes. So maybe you got off on the wrong foot.
2: <laughs> maybe. Uh, no, everything's fine. We, whatever. I think it's hard. It's hard because he's friends with the other director and oh, um, it's
1: you know. And her it, name's Anna. Anna. Anna.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Anna, what? Uh, Marta Mucci. Um, I call her uh, banana uh, banana pudding Mucci. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't know that, but that's my nickname for her. And we had a weird situation too, where um, we had, we didn't meet until like a month ago.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, we were oh, working. Oh, they kept you guys Oh, was it like two separate units, basically? Yeah,
2: but we were working in the same building, and we never met. It was weird. Like, Did
1: they do that on purpose? No.
2: They were like, you can meet if you, if you want to, but we just didn't. It was weird. We had not emailed a little bit, but we didn't meet. So we met for the first time at this, like, critics thing we had to go to, and it was very anticlimactic. They were expecting, like, weave snatching and <laughs> <laughs> some kind of fight, but we were just like, oh, my God, hey, oh, my God. Because, I mean, like, even if we don't like each other's movies or if we think each other are whatever like we're the only people that have gone through this experience so it'd be weird to not like connect on that level you know what i mean how
1: much money did they give you to make the movie
2: um we both got the number always changes i don't know exactly what it is but in the neighborhood of a million dollars so like yeah low budget million dollar movie i
1: mean how what was that experience of having that money to make this movie was it enough
2: oh my god well yes and no it was i could have made that work really quickly but because we were being filmed, we had to do, do everything by, like, the union and by law because, you know, we were being filmed. So everything was just more expensive. Like, we had to, you know, pay actors a certain amount. We had to pay crew a certain amount. Whereas when we do our YouTube stuff— It's funny stuff, that
1: you're grumbling over having to, like, be a totally legit production.
2: <laughs> I know. No, well, yeah, because YouTube, like, literally, like—and I told them when we did this thing, I'm like, I don't need a fee, a director's fee. Just put it back into the budget. They're like, no, you have to take it. I'm like, Why? Just put it – back. so I just – because YouTube, you just do everything out of your right. own pocket. Everybody does favors and I know Anna had a, a problem with that too because she works with her family. She brought like her whole family down and it was hard for her because she's like, we're just used to doing everything for favors. Now we got to pay motherfuckers.
1: Mm-hmm. Is she also a YouTuber?
2: Uh, she has like a YouTube channel but it's more of a her – and her, her and her husband and her brother-in-law kind of have like a, a comedy production club. And what's that called? Uh, periods. Periods Films. Um, which is not about periods, but it is about periods.
1: Is it about the punctuation mark?
2: <laughs> no. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, is it
1: about, um, periods of time?
2: Yes. Okay. I know. I went right to period periods. Um. The lady type? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like the funnel. Um, <laughs> but no, it's just a weird experience. It's very like Clay and Ruben. Oh, Justin and Kelly. You know what I mean? Sure. Like we're, like, like we we're both kind of just like confused by the whole situation. We don't really know how to deal with it.
1: Are you going to fall in love? No.
2: She's married and also she kind of hates me but kind of loves me. I think we kind of have this weird like – I think she'd like hate fuck me or something. But like in a Would in a you hate way. fuck her? Yeah. I don't know.
1: I feel like – I feel like you said yes and then you said you don't know. I mean because that is what just happened. But we're so but connected now the... because
2: I feel like it's like a weird like, – You remember on the Brady Bunch movie where uh, the, the, the sequel, the very Brady sequel, where Marsha and her brother were like, let's fuck? Mm.
1: It was like it's that. It's like that. But like weird. it would be incestuous. <laughs> oh, actually, it wouldn't be incestuous. What am I saying? The Bradys are not blood relatives.
2: Oh. Oh, then why didn't they? I mean, they?
1: It'd, it'd be inappropriate.
3: <laughs> that movie was great. Like the
1: incest in Hamlet. You know, it's, it's incest in quotes, air quotes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Oh, Speaking of TV shows. Yes. I watched um, RuPaul's Drag Race.
2: <gasps> You're welcome.
1: Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.
2: Mm-hmm. It
1: makes you think, like, why even mess with top model?
2: Oh, why even try? Wait, which season did you start?
1: The one uh, Season two.
2: Oh, wow. I haven't seen that season. You haven't? No, you went back. Why'd you go so far?
1: Because I wanted to start at the beginning and that's what was available.
2: <laughs> it gets better later. I started at season three.
1: How many seasons have there been? S- seven. You know what? I would recommend that everyone else also watch this show. And you can watch it on Hulu Plus. Ooh. That's what I was watching on. Uh, The greatest time in TV is the fall, and your favorite TV shows are coming back with new episodes and new shows are premiering. Hulu Plus is making this fall the best one ever. But by the way, when you're in between that time – I mean, first of all, catch up on all your favorite shows on Hulu Plus. But also when you're in between that time and you're like, well, like for me, The Leftovers ended, a show which I was very, very, very much on the fence about Mm. until the end. Now I actually kind of miss it. So – That's why Hulu Plus is awesome, because you can go and you can watch all the shows to get you through until shows come back. Uh, Right now, Hulu Plus has all the current season episodes of your favorite shows like Sleepy Hollow, Bob's Burgers, Once Upon a Time, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. If you're not caught up on your shows, catch up now. And you'll probably watch Hulu on your computer. Hulu Plus is so much more. You can watch every episode of shows like South Park, Family Guy, America's Next Top Model, which we were just talking about. Keeping up with the Kardashians, etc. It works on your computer, Smart TV, Roku, Apple TV, Xbox, Wii, PlayStation, pretty much any streaming device you already own. And you can stream as much as you want whenever you want. Binge watch. All the time. For just seven ninety nine a month. Watch your fall shows anytime, anywhere. But I have a special hookup for you guys. You get two weeks free. A two-week free trial when you go to com slash Allison. Again, that's com slash Allison. Two weeks is better than one. Make sure you go to HuluPlus.com slash Allison so you get the extra free week. And they'll know that we sent you. And then they'll be like, look, she sends a lot of people. We love her. And that is what I want everyone to think when they think about me. Okay. All right. So... So what was the experience of, like, what was the filming schedule like? Was it like real world, the original real world where really you're in like a tank being watched? Or is it like real world now where I feel like they're like, we're going to be there in two weeks on Tuesday and a makeup team is arriving first?
2: It was a little bit of both because, um, you know, they had to film two separate crews two separate you know me and her were on different schedules she started a couple weeks later than me we you know she was in a different side of pittsburgh than we were so they were kind of just running around like crazy so they would come to our set film us which was hard i mean to to have to be in a small house to be filming a movie you have the you know 100 people crew and then 100 extras and then you have a tv show crew it got like It was hard. And you know how many times I pee and the bathroom (laughs) is always filled. So that was hard. But sometimes they'd follow us back to our hotel room and film us. But they usually were like, all right, we'll go for the day. Um, They also let us vlog a little bit so that they could throw that in the show to make it like personal, which was good because I can control my angles. So it's when you watch a show, you're like, wow, who's this young strapping guy? And then it cuts to like actual footage and it's like, oh, who's she? (laughs) Like, who's that big woman that I was talking about me, by the way? (laughs) She looks great. Damn it. Um, but yeah, so it wasn't, it wasn't too intrusive. There wasn't any times where they were like forcing us to like do anything or like, oh, can you get out of the car again? And like this time walk a little different. Like, they,
1: really? They didn't make you redo anything.
2: Mm, no, but they did a lot of interviews and the interviews were always very like, I got really comfortable with one of the producers. So I, I would say stuff in those interviews that I'm like, oh shit, they're going to use this to make me look bad. Luckily they didn't.
1: But. Were they leading questions?
2: Not really. I mean, they were honest with me. They're like, hey, one of the storylines is this. Like, let's try to work that because I was I was all about making it a good show. And I was like, I wanted to be interesting. So I don't want to be boring. Um, So yeah, I kind of helped out with that. We had a lot. We had a woman. Well, you'll see in one of the episodes. I think it's like episode seven or something. One of the we filmed in a tattoo shop and the woman that owned it went home, watched some of my video. My videos came back and went crazy on. I mean, she wanted to be on TV, but she had, like, tattoos on her face. She was crazy. And she was, like, running around the set. She's like, I'm going to get my friends. We're going to fucking cut Shane up. We're going to, like, get some knives. Like, it was nuts. She was like... I'm a fucking gang member like it got really really insane so that's, that's she watched your stuff and
1: then got angry
2: yeah which is weird because I'm like what did you watch right I mean, me doing the ice bucket challenge for ALS <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that make what you angry angered her so much I wonder I don't know I think she was just like, oh, a lot of my shit's offensive so she's probably like oh I'll just use this it's not
1: that offensive I don't think I don't so. think it's offensive actually
2: I don't know I mean whatever people that's that's a whole running theme of the show is like oh Shane's the offensive one who makes offensive stuff all really? of Pittsburgh was against me like nobody wanted to be in my movie because that was the storyline they were going well that but that's what happened pittsburgh is a very like religious like conservative town so it was hard
1: oh yeah so so, you challenged them with your shipping
2: (laughs) (laughs) all my shipping well like a lot of my jokes you know like i had a joke where a homeless guy ate a turd and i'm like it it was funny and it was stupid but like they were so offended by it how could you make somebody eat a turd i'm like it's not a real turd what is it
3: i mean not that i think it's real but i'm just wondering
2: chocolate peanut butter and corn (laughs) <laughs> it was good. I tried it.
1: Yeah, that seems... I feel like on Epic Food Time. That's what they do all the time. <laughs> Epic Food
2: Time? Meal time. Ep- me- Epic Meal Time. <laughs> Have you had them on?
1: No, they haven't been on my show. They've been on Adam's mm-hmm. show. But uh, I've been thinking we should get Harley on He's my so show. He's so
2: fucking funny. I love that guy.
1: Yeah. So we'll do that. All right. <laughs> Let's talk about the fact that you wanted to drive off a cliff. What happened?
2: <sighs> you know, so after the show... Uh, well, the show's still going on. But there was a moment on the show... Um, where uh, it was, one of the producers. Uh, we already talked about it, but somebody didn't like me in part of the show, and they were really mean and said a lot of mean stuff to me and about my audience and about my movie. and um, And I was in a really bad place. Um, and it was also the same week that, like, I was you know I had lost my producing partner, and um, I was having some situations going on with my personal life. It was just bad. And I, obviously, I wasn't really going to drop off a cliff, but I definitely got to a point where I am like. I need help. I need somebody else to to help me figure this out. And I was like, all right, I'll try therapy. I had tried it once before, but I I don't know. And all I could think about was that there was a Quiznos next door. And (laughs) like the whole time, I'm like, I can get honey mustard after this. Their honey (laughs) mustard is so good at Quiznos and their chili sauce. Like that's all I was thinking about. So I found a woman who um, is not near any Quiznos. um, (laughs) And uh, and I think it's been going good.
1: Good. How did you find her?
2: How did I find her? My uh, old producing partner Lauren. She was like, "Oh, this, this. You know, you need to see somebody. You're crazy. This person works." Um, and I went to her website, and she, she seemed to, you know, how do you deal? Because like I don't know. She the the woman asked me. She goes, "Oh, why did you choose me?" I'm like, "I don't know. You had a nice picture. Like I don't know how to, like wh- there, I don't know. How do you pick? How did you pick?"
1: Um. Well, I actually just ended ended a relationship with a therapist a new one who i thought it was going well and then pretty quickly i was like i don't think we're the right fit so
2: how did you break it off
1: i well in my last session i told her that i was having some misgivings and i had to i had to make a disclaimer i was like i've never spoken directly with a therapist about my relationship with that therapist so i just had to let you know i'm uncomfortable (laughs) but then i told her that i was just kind of having some misgivings. It was really weird. That part was weird. And she kind of listened. Oh and God. then she <laughs> sort of explained where she was coming from. And I'm like, see the part where you're explaining where you your side in it. <laughs> Cause she was, um, she's like, so you felt like I was being critical. And I was like, yes, I did about something that I didn't think she should be critical about. And then she was like, well, I think I was feeling critical in that moment because, you know, I was feeling kind of put out, because I had to reschedule my appointment. And I'm like, what? okay, I'm still unclear. Will- so <laughs> I always had this whole weird conversation. And then at the end, she's like, how are you feeling about coming back next week? I'm like, <laughs> I'm feeling good about it. At the time, I was. But then I got out of there and I'm like, wait a minute. No, I'm still you. unclear whether she was feeling critical about the decision I was making because she didn't think it was the right decision for me or because she was just feeling critical based on her feeling put out because I had to reschedule my appointment, in which case she's totally passive-aggressive. But I was just like, I'm in the midst of dealing with all sorts – like, I'm in the midst of grieving. I don't think I should have to worry about this other boat. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. So,
2: so what was she critical about?
1: It's – it's I I don't I can't go into it without going into stuff that I don't want to go into exactly. Done, I feel
2: like I might have heard it. Did you talk about it on a podcast before?
1: I yeah. talked about this whole thing on a podcast, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. On so,
2: Thursday last week. Yes, exactly. Okay, so
1: um,
2: – I was peeing I'm into sorry. a shower while I was listening
0: to it. <laughs> I'm sorry for the listeners. That was two weeks ago.
1: Yes. Yeah. Just basically my decision – well, anyway. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I sent her an email and I said that I've been thinking more and more about it and I um I just don't think this is – the right fit, but thank you so much for your help and the time that we've worked together. Um, and then she wrote back, she was like, I totally understand. Um, I, I totally understand if you'd like to talk about any of this, you know, let me know. <laughs> and I was like, well, that was actually relatively easy yeah. or she's like, you know, but I wish you the best. I'm like that was super easy. Cause yeah. I was worried. Cause I was like, I don't know what I'm dealing with. I was worried I was going to get some, like, this is because of your, this issues that blah, blah, blah. I was afraid she was going to link it up to some kind mm-hmm. of issue that she's claiming I suddenly have. Mm-hmm. And that then, even though I would know that she's possibly nuts, yeah. um, it was still going to sink in because she's a therapist. But instead, she was super cool. But then I was telling my husband about it, and he's like, well, she probably feels it's not a good fit either. And I was like, what?
3: Mm. <laughs> that
1: hadn't occurred to me, and I don't like that. But anyway, in the meantime, I contacted my, an old therapist of mine a woman that I saw when I was in college, actually. I saw her in college, and then I saw her for the rest of the time that I lived in California. I've mentioned her before, so she was really good. And then I went to New York, and I had a therapist there, and I really liked my New York therapist. And then when I moved back, I saw this original woman again. And at that point, it just didn't... Well, first of all, she's also far away, so it wasn't convenient, but it felt... I felt like I've had these, like, 10 years where I've changed, and Mm -hmm. suddenly I felt like, my big fear when I moved back was that my life was going to turn into what it was when I was here anyway, that it, I was going to lose. Mm-hmm. I just felt like I'm just going to turn back into that person I was when I was here. I'm going to be a fat, sad girl. That was my thing. I don't want to be fat, sad girl.
2: Oh. <laughs> Ooh, good pilot.
1: Ooh, that is good. <laughs> fat,
2: sad girl. Yes. Write it down. Okay.
1: <laughs> Write it down. Um, yeah. So I was just, I think there was just, it It was just too weird for me to be seeing the same person, even though ten years had passed. Mm. So I kind of faded away. Um, but then I reconnected with her after this whole thing and saw her, and that I walked out of there feeling really good about it. So I don't know if I will continue to see her or if that was just sort of like, <laughs> like the person you sleep with to get over someone. Uh, I don't know rebound. if I was just yeah rebound <laughs> rebounding with a the therapist. Did you have
2: to call? The, the thing that th- that was hard about you know finding a therapist was when i called she well she, i emailed her and then she emailed me back and said hey let's have a conf- let's let's talk on the phone and see if it's a good fit for both of us like you said. And I was like, right. oh, my God, it's an audition. It's like a test. Yeah. So, of course, I'm like, hey, oh, no, everything's fine. I'm doing great. I'm handling things well. I have a lot going on. But you know what? I'm good at spinning plates. And she was like, you sound really put together and self-aware. I'm like, I'm amazing. But then I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> right, this and then, is not. Sure, I'm
1: sure she's like, so why are you wanting yeah. to come in? She
2: actually, she's like, so, what? so did you do that with this current one or did you just go in?
1: No. Well, with this, the one that I just broke up with, you mean?
2: Oh, no. I thought you just said you.
1: Or with the new one. With the new one. The yeah. new one who's my old one.
2: Oh. Oh, okay. Sorry.
1: The, yeah. No. Oh,
2: so you like hook? Okay, I'm sorry. So I, you hooked up with a past lover. Yes. <laughs> yes. Ah. It was comfortable.
1: Yes. But I have had that phone thing before. I don't know if it was, let's do this to see if we're the right fit. But um, I have talked on a, on the phone with a new therapist before mm-hmm. before meeting them and just kind of talking about sort of. What it, what it is that I feel like I need help with. Which that, is always I mean, never exactly what you end up getting yeah. help with. But. And that
2: paper they make you fill out is terrifying. It's always it's like a packet where it's yes, like. Yes, I've
1: done these before. Have you ever
2: thought about gutting your wrists and laying in a bath that, like, really intense? On a intense. scale of one
1: to 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you do those? The scale yeah, of one to 10. I was like, oh.
2: And then it was asking me a lot of questions about my family. And I'm like, well, yeah, my family's crazy, but that doesn't mean I'm crazy. And then I started, like, <laughs> thinking about it. Right. And there's nothing more intense than a therapist. I had never been in, like, an actual, like, waiting room for a therapist. It was fucked up. Like the people I was seeing, like, I was almost crying. There was like a 12 year old girl, like, covered in cuts. And then there was like a girl who looked like a hooker and she was crying on the phone with her dad. I was just like, oh my God. I was in like an American Horror Story episode or something. Wow. It was so intense. I was so sad. Yeah.
1: Do you do the thing I do, which is you try not to talk to anyone else because you're like, because that person's for sure crazy. And it's like, <laughs> well, everyone here is probably kind of the same. <laughs> not that you're those people. You're not the
2: people. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, yeah, I had that moment where I was like, I was like, oh, wow, it could be worse. And then I was like, wait, is it worse? Wait, am I? I'm just like them. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. I'm one paid blowjob away from being that hooker. <laughs> I mean...
1: But you feel like it's going well. The therapy is helping I you. I think
2: so. I don't know because I feel like I'm still trying to show off for her. Mm-hmm. I'm like... She's like, so how was your week? I'm like, Phew. I mean, I had a million things going on. I was like dealing with this and dealing with that and dealing with that, but I'm doing good. And She's like, you are so self-aware. And I'm like, thanks. But then I get in my car and I'm like... Ah, ha, ha. So I don't know. I, I haven't really been able to like... You know, Be yourself? I don't think so. A little bit.
1: I will... I said to Daniel – because I was trying to – so back when – before I broke up with a the therapist, I realized they didn't want to come in that week. Hmm. So I said to him, what should I tell her as or why I can't come in or whatever, you know? And he's like, if you can't be honest with your therapist, what is the point? Yeah. Which is true. This is you're, – you're paying this person money <sighs> yeah. in order to be honest.
2: I can't be honest. Like having – even when you have a friend who's like, tell me anything, if I look fat today – I need you to be the one to tell me. I- I'm never going to do that. Yeah, I will never be that person.
1: If you had a male therapist, would that be easier for you? Do you think?
2: Hmm. I don't know. But maybe. I don't know. I I don't know if I'll be able to be honest with anybody. I mean, fully honest to a point where I, because I- I'm so scared of people thinking that I'm like, you know, a wuss or like, oh, I can't deal with stuff. Like I. I don't know. I just kind of want to have that guard up. I'm right. Like, wow, man, Shane got it together. Because I'm always the one that has it together. So why would I want to, you know, let people know that's not true? It's just right. kind of really sad.
1: No, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. I would just suggest that you are paying someone to be the person to listen to you. Let the guard down if you're when yeah. you're ready. When you're ready for yeah. it, that's kind of ideally what that if it if it's the right fit. I mean that's what that room yeah. is for, someone that you can just be like I am a fraudulent baby person.
2: Yeah, you know what? It has it's gotten better. It's it's I haven't been with her in that long, but it has gotten better to a point where like I after seeing her, I talked to my dad for the first time in like 15 years or something wow yeah so i reconnected with family i talked about things i had never talked about like i started dealing with i had a lot of like emotional and physical abuse type of situation when i was a kid and i had never really dealt with it and so i did i i am opening up but it is still kind of that scary thing of like what if she like follows me on twitter and i'm like (laughs) you know what i mean and she sees like all these weird tweets and then like what if she use because you know or like you don't do you ever think like what if a therapist listens to one of your podcasts like- actually
1: i had never i never thought about that until someone tweeted me and said because i spoke about wanting to break up with this therapist mm. on one of my shows and I, they said are you worried that she listens to your podcast i was like it and that honestly never even occurred to
2: me it's terrifying
1: she doesn't seem like someone who even no but she obviously does, she does have the internet yeah. she has her own website
2: yeah she has her own WordPress. That, yeah, the, the last therapist I had, the reason I left was, was she was like, what's your YouTube thing, your name? And I'm like, "Uh." And I gave it to her, and she's like, I'm going to look that up. And I'm like, oh, God, no, I'm never yeah. coming back. You're going to think I'm a fucking nut. So I left.
1: <laughs> yeah, I always feel like if they were to watch, like, my Ustream show or listen mm-hmm. to my, but I feel like that, I never, I want everyone to listen to my show. However, when... I'm telling someone about it, it's rare that I feel like that's going to go perfect when they go listen to that. I, you know, what – because there's it's so honest and raw, and yeah. there's so much hanging out, and there's so much that I don't know. I just no,
2: the hood is out.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> the not. It's not hood. at all. It's so not polished. Yeah, that I just feel like, how's that going to go when they listen to that?
2: No, it's every time I do a podcast, I always talk about stuff, and I, I listen later. And I'm like, oh wow, if this person. Like even today, I talked about Anna and I talked about Zach, and not that I said anything bad about either, but I'm like, they could listen to this and take it the wrong way, or somebody could take it the wrong way, and then I'm fucked and. It's, you know, but whatever. Just whatever. open, you know?
1: I agree with that. <laughs> Let's do Just Me or Everyone. Woo!
3: Sometimes I ponder on Something I have
1: thought or done Is it just me or everyone? All right. Laura Broder says, The fan phone call email instructions make me think of age, sex, location. Just me or everyone. So A-S-L... Was that like an early chat room thing that yeah. people would say?
2: Oh, yeah. I, when I was 12, I had phone sex with a 55-year-old woman in New York. Did I tell you about this? No.
1: <laughs> I don't think so. Did
2: he, get And I, I did, I did <laughs> ASL. Because it was like, I just got the internet, just got AOL, whatever. And so I did ASL and she was like 55, you know, female, New York. And I was like, oh, so I was like 18, male, California. Uh. And I started to have phone sex with her and I, it was the scariest. She's like laid back. So I laid on my mom's bed and I was like, hey, what's up? I like made up a voice and she's like, what are you doing? And it got really, it got to a close where she's like, okay, now put it in me. And I was so freaked out that I hung up. But then she kept calling back. And then my mom answered one time. Oh, no. But it, it was fine. Whatever. I was 12.
1: When you're 12, where are you sexually at 12?
2: Fucking fruit. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking couches.
1: When does that start?
2: Oh, God. I started at seven. Really? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: That seems young.
2: I didn't make pudding until I was like Oh, that's what my brother called it. I didn't make pudding till I was like eleven. We were in a blow up pool, and my brother's like, "You making pudding?" And I'm like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Fucking, you know, like you get to a point where you can make pudding." And I'm like, "I don't know what that means." So he was like trying to explain it to me, and then literally a year later, I remember, I think I did tell you this. The first time I made pudding, I was <laughs> sitting in my recliner, my lazy boy, my mom's, and she was everybody's at work, and I was listening to my my um little hit clips thing like my big headphones and i was listening to drops of jupiter and i was masturbating <laughs> while watching grace under fire and um something happened and right as i started making pudding and it was a, tell me did you fall from the shooting and i every time i hear that song now really yeah that's not a bit i'm like that's really happened every time i hear that song i get, get a boner No, I get kind of emotional because I remember just my big, fat, gross kid body laying spread eagle, grace under fire on TV. Was that with Brett
1: Butler? (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) I liked her. She felt abusive. Yeah. Mind issues. (laughs)
1: Wow. All right. Michael says I untie my shoes before taking them off instead of kicking them off tied. Well, that's smart because I kick them off tied. And then every time I go to put them back on, I'm like, why do I have to untie these?
0: There's a better way. There's Which is a third way we talked about this with Jerry yes. Ferrara. Yes.
1: Well, share it. Share it. There, Actually, there is
0: a specific way to tie. This one's your... going to air sooner, so. Oh yeah. Well, we will be talking about it with Jerry Ferrara. I'm all over the place on dates. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um. There's a better way. You can you can tie your shoelaces in such a way that they just basically become slip-ons, but they look tied. hmm You just tie them. You basically tie a knot under the tongue. So when you're lacing them, you lace them the opposite way of what you would think. So then when you get to the very top eyelets it's going into the shoe as opposed to out and then you just tie them under there and then they just sit on your tongue
1: have you ever done this do you know about it
0: yeah back when i
2: was uh 12 (laughs) everything goes back (laughs) to when i was 12 i had um I I had my skater shoes because I wanted to be like a skater. So I had like the DC, you know, I mean, obviously it wasn't a skateboard. I was like 300 pounds. But yeah, that's what they did for me. They did it. So it was like a slip on.
1: Now, is there a a knot? That's
0: that's a very skateboard thing. That's how it started for me. I don't wear that kind of shoe anymore, but I just still do it because it's so much easier and I'm lazy as shit.
1: Is there, so there's a knot under the tongue though, yes? Mm
0: Mm-hmm. That's and does that, and like usually, is that uncomfortable? Usually some excess. you got to learn what you're doing and sometimes buy different length laces than what they give you. But no.
1: And do you ever catch your toe in it when you go to put your shoe on?
0: Depends on the shoe. The ones I'm wearing right now, I can't actually slip on by just doing them on the floor. They have to be picked up because mm. I, that will happen.
1: Gotcha. All right. <laughs> Jessica Williams says... Hate it when the grocery item I need is on the back of the top shelf and I have to reach up or awkwardly jump to reach it. Yes, sometimes that happens to me. And I've actually had the thing where I've tried to stand on the bottom shelf and like launch myself up to grab whatever I'm trying to grab.
2: Mm, I have a a situation where every time I go to Whole Foods, people think I work there because I always wear all black. Oh, is so that what I'm they having were too? to do this for everybody. Hi, can you grab that? And then I don't have the heart to be like, fuck you. I don't work here. So I just, okay. <laughs> Literally, I can't get out of there and like I have to be there an hour because I'm just helping.
1: How do you feel about Whole Foods? They don't um, have enough of the things I want usually.
2: No, they don't. And everything's overpriced. I only go there for chicken because I like it cooked. And like Ralph's doesn't have that, and if they do, I don't trust it. Mm-hmm. Um, but God, they have some good candy at Whole Foods, like the bins. Like they have these vanilla chai almonds. Oh
1: that my sounds God. good. they the new thing at the grocery store that I go to. And then recently, I went to a different grocery store in the neighborhood, and they also had it bins. Those mm. the, all the bins of all the bulk yeah. food. Mm-hmm. They didn't used to have those at my Pavilions or my Ralphs. And oh, they now have they them do. There? Oh, wow. yes. I mean, it's not the fancy stuff. It's not the any vanilla chai almond. It's mostly like. <laughs> Lentils. <laughs> but there's also a lot of yogurt covered stuff and mm. chocolate covered stuff. I haven't I haven't made any forays yet. Mm. But it always calls so me you, over.
2: You don't go to Whole Foods?
1: No. Wow. Sorry.
2: You look like a Whole Foods. Well it's because you're wearing all black. Yeah,
1: mm. I know. No, I used to go I used to go to Whole Foods. In New York I used to go to Whole Foods, and then Daniel lived near one, and so we used to go. But now I find that I hardly ever go to Whole Foods. And in fact, I go to a CVS near the Whole Foods, though, and every time I go, I think, huh, I never go in there anymore. (laughs) I go to Trader Joe's, though.
2: Mm, Where do you get your waters? Your sparkling waters?
1: Those are from pavilions.
2: Mm Yeah. Yeah. I've those are with... those
1: are actually what I have to dive on. That's when I have to stand on the bottom shelf and like launch my – I shouldn't even be holding my arm the way I am because all this excess arm hangs below it. I've never mm-hmm. thought
0: of this before, but given how many of those things you drink is... – I should have them delivered. Is Daniel like constantly lugging cases of them up the stairs?
1: Yes. We go to the store and he says, how many? And I say 10.
0: <laughs> are your farts painful?
2: <laughs> because when I used to drink, I used to drink to like 10 of those a day. What, my what, you would drink painful. the same
1: kind of calorie-free water that I would I drink? I still
2: do. But like that – yeah, the sparkling, I would get like the white grape and like all that stuff. But my farts would be like dry and <laughs> heavy and painful. Ah! <laughs> like dry. Like if, if – you know what I'm saying?
1: Isn't that better than a wet fart?
2: No, because wet is – there's like – Moisture versus the dry, which was, which was just like – Like an air horn. Like, like in a cave. Like it just felt – it felt like somebody had rubbed, rubbing alcohol in my insides and then I'm farting out of it. Do you feel that?
1: <laughs> no, my farts are OK. Oh. I mean occasionally – you know what messes my farts up? Mm. Traveling.
2: Oh, well, oh, fuck. Oh, plain farts, though, are the best.
1: Oh, I find that painful, actually. <laughs> like, if you want to talk like, painful farts. Pa- a painful fart for me is not a dry one. A painful fart is the kind where you're like, oh, ow, and then it's just like.
2: <laughs> Do you have hemorrhoids? Because I, <laughs> the other day, sorry, this is just me or everybody, but I feel like it's you too. I had a fart and it hurt so bad. <laughs> and I. I teared up. So I called my mom.
1: Nothing should hurt this bad. So I
2: texted my mom because I'm like, who else has issues with butts? (laughs) My mom has IBS. She's a problem child with the butt. So she's like, oh, you probably have a hemorrhoid. Check it out, whatever. So I went to wipe my butt and it was just neon blood (gasps) everywhere. That's not good. Well, I looked it up and it said if it's neon blood, you're fine. If it's dark blood, you're dying. But neon blood just means you have a lot of hemorrhoids.
1: Like of the internal sort? I
2: think so. Wow, because the fart like, felt like a sword was fucking jabbing my butt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like blood in the bowl, or just yeah, on the... I
2: poop. Okay, so I pooped and I wiped, and then when I, I was like, ooh. and I felt when I was wiping. You know, do you ever? Okay, after you wiped, you kind of like go in there with just your hand and just like dab around and be like, is it wet? Is it wet? Just.
1: I, <laughs> <laughs> I would think from my wide eyes, that's an indication,
2: no. Like, did I get it all?
1: No, I don't. Well, do I that. did that, and
2: I'm like, oh, it's wet. Oh, it feels like not. Oh no, right? And then blood? when I moved my hand, it was oh! just all this neon red blood and i was freaking the fuck out it was scary yeah yeah
1: but you feel like that's okay okay i don't mean to alarm you or anything i'm sure you're fine i just feel like don't lose too much blood that way
2: yeah i know i wikipedia'd it it said it it said how much color (laughs) i'm fine
1: okay good anyway i hadn't thought of that as a cause for the super painful farts for me, mm-hmm. the most painful of the painful farts is the the one that really – the most pain it causes is before it leaves your body. Do you know oh, what I'm talking about? Where you're God. just like, oh, my insides are turning oh. inside out. What is going on? Oh.
2: After you eat a big salad, if you ever fall asleep on the couch after a big salad, you're <laughs> fucked. When you wake up, it's horrible. Throwing that mixture drink, <laughs> throwing that drink that you're drinking, you're dead.
1: I still have this pretty – vivid memory, and it pops in my head every now and again. The woman that did my makeup at my wedding, you know, you do a makeup trial before Mm. that, where they put on makeup, and so basically you're sitting there and, like, you're in a chair and they're standing over you, so you're sort of, no, nothing gross happened. (laughs) But, her stomach was gurgling a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. And she's like, excuse me, I had kale for lunch. (laughs) And I keep thinking of the but she said it, like, don't worry, it's just the kale. Mm-mm. But I was like, that...
2: That's not what it is.
1: No, it might be. Mm. But it's... It's <laughs> <laughs> it's kale farts. <laughs> 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 it's the kale freaking out in your Did you just tell her, let, let
2: it out? Cause no, it's, I didn't say that. It hurts you baby. It hurts. I didn't say that. I I feel so bad when you're hanging out with friends and then you hear somebody's stomach going crazy and you're like, just let it out. Just let it out. Oh, they're like, "Oh, God, weird. Maybe I'm hungry. That's weird. I already ate. Why am I hungry again? I'm like, cause it's fart noises.
1: (laughs) I always try to pretend it's just hunger. Sometimes it is.
2: Mm. No, mine's never, I'm never hungry.
1: All right. Chris says relieved when the bundle in the road turns out to be a shirt or other debris and not a dead animal or baby. Yes. Yes, I had that just today. It was like a duffel bag or something, and not a Labrador.
2: I'm disappointed. Not I love animals, so not animals, but like, I mean, it would be. It's interesting, you know, if you (laughs) saw a body on the road. I guess. I mean, then when you see it's a box, you're like, "Uh,"
1: it's just always interesting to me how you can be so convinced it's roadkill, (laughs) and then oh, it's not that at all.
2: Yeah, and it's always something very, very random. Yes. Like an Ikea chair or like, like why is that there?
1: How does it get there? Does it fall off of someone? I mean, if we're talking on the freeway, does it fall off of someone's car? Does someone jettison it
2: on the five? Yeah. I always picture somebody like with the top down and they're just like throwing hands in the air. (laughs) Goodbye, office chair. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Right. Goodbye, mattress pad. Okay. (laughs) Abe Lopez says, wonder why animals, especially dogs, have such straight teeth. Parentheses, when I'm having to rock braces as an adult. Yes, animals often do have straight teeth, but not always.
2: I, I don't really look at animals' teeth.
1: Oh, you should. They're cute. Really? Oftentimes,
2: I have. I had a girl in high school who people used to call dog teeth, and I never got it because I never really looked at dog teeth. But I'll
1: oh, maybe it was her canines.
2: Canines.
1: Those would be the eye teeth.
2: She had like tiny. They looked like baby baby teeth. Like you a, know this girl? A no, but...
1: <laughs> that's what dog teeth means to you? Yes. Yeah. She has little baby teeth.
2: <laughs> like, they look like a little, like a little baby's mouth.
1: See, that's, can be, that can be cute. Mm. Not so cute much. It didn't her, work on no. her, it sounds no, like.
2: she was sweet, though. Actually, no, she was a cunt. That's fine.
1: All right. Sponsor <laughs> says, I only bite apples at specific angles to avoid getting the skin between my teeth. That's smart. I hate that feeling. Of something being trapped between your two front teeth and then you like try to get it out and you feel like you just push it in more.
2: I have a wire behind my teeth, which makes it worse.
1: That's why you have some straight teeth.
2: First of all, thank you. (laughs) That actually like I felt that made me really happy. Thank you. I like compliments. Second of all, uh, I guess I just found out, though, that I have to get the wire removed because it causes diseases or something.
1: Is the wire – is that – did you have braces mm-hmm. and you got them off and they put the wire in? Yeah, like
2: a permanent See, I retainer. wish
1: I had that because instead I had the little retainers you pop in and out, which I was really good about wearing forever. But I, ha- I never wear them anymore and now my teeth are starting to move.
2: Really? Mm-hmm,
1: and I'm a 1,000 years old. Some people's teeth <sighs> just always move. But the wire, that's good. Well, I guess it's not if, it, if you have to get it out. But that know. causes everything to just stay where it should be.
2: I don't know. Back when I was a kid and I'd eat apples, my teeth were in a triangle shape. So whenever I'd bite into an apple, like, it looked like a triangle. And it was very sad.
1: <laughs> so you have to get the wire out, though.
2: I'm not going to do it. I, I never – okay, my car just got recalled, and they said it's going to blow up. And that happened six months ago, and I'm still driving it. I'm just one of those people. I'm too lazy. I can't even – I can't tie my shoe. I can't get my car recalled. I'm just going to blow up. My teeth are going to fall out, and I'm going to die.
1: All right, then you just stay the course. <laughs> Bessie K says, don't know. Is it may as well, might as well, mind as well, mine as well, or might as well? Are they interchangeable? The
0: first it, two are.
1: Yeah. May as well and might as well. It, I don't think you ever say mind as well, mine
0: as well. And then the, the last one was M-I-G-H-T.
1: That right. A visual one. Which is also the second one.
0: Yeah. Oh, wait, then why are they the same?
1: I think, I think, she just accidentally put the same one twice.
0: Oh.
2: I just learned that it's supposedly with. You a D. did, and I've been using it all the time now because I'm you proud been, of myself.
1: What did you think it was? Supposedly. Oh. So I'm like
2: supposedly. I, I probably if you listen, I said it six times today at least. Supposedly.
1: You should, You used to say supposedly.
2: Yeah, and also I don't
0: know how to spell definitely. I've never. No learned. one knows. No one knows how to spell. That. <laughs> okay, good. Never. <laughs> I don't even try it's anymore. Finite. Yeah, I, I, that's uh, what somebody told me too. It's definitely
1: right. I only recently got that one. The one that I can never get is unnecessary or inappropriate.
0: Never. Nope.
1: Those always those, take me many tries.
0: Those ones don't get me. What's the other one that I, I can't spell? Supposedly, masturbate. Can't I even. know. I know the way that <laughs> word works and how it's pronounced, but I can never spell it.
1: Huh. Oh, also publicly, I
0: mm-hmm. always get wrong. I want to say publicly.
1: No, actually, although I like that, I I, do, I want to write publically, like mm-hmm. public a l l y. Yeah. When it really, it's just l y. Yeah. Does masturbate. It, you spell it. I don't know
2: how to spell it. Is it e r a r u r masturbate? I always misspell it.
1: Ooh. I don't know if it's e r or u r right now. I, don't. I think pretty, it's.
0: I'm pretty sure they both work.
1: Oh, really? Really? Yeah. I oh. think... There's multiple spells? It's one of those
0: things like neighborhood where in certain places you can spell it with a U. Oh. Where are they using oh. masturbate with a U? Canada. I want to live there. <laughs> mm.
1: All right. Paris Paramus says, getting a duvet into a duvet cover is harder than solving a Rubik's cube. Yes.
2: I figured it out. What did I just it? did How? it yesterday and I figured that shit out. Okay. It's hard to explain. So what I do is like, you know, I, I fan out the... the cover. Not the cover, the actual. Duvet? Oh, my God. I don't know any of these The terms. comforter? <laughs> the comforter. <laughs> I fan out the comforter. And then I get the duvet cover. And then I take one end of the comforter and put it all the way into the duvet cover to one end of that. And then I, I hold hold it, yeah. And then I do that and then I hold it. And then I fan it out. Mm, yes. It, in two seconds. I don't know why I never thought of that before.
1: Well, you solved it. I solved it. All right. Tony DeCoste says, I have so many more Just Everyone's I want to share, but I'm too embarrassed to post them on my Twitter feed. Just Everyone. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's everyone. Maybe it's just you. But share. I mean, after all of our discussions of painful dry farts, what could be holding you back?
2: I don't even know what... I mean, what would be embarrassing? I mean, like, how? what What would be an embarrassing, you know, JMO? What's something that... Is there one that you've always kind of wanted to say, but you're too scared to say it?
1: Yeah, that one about the butt and the nipple. But you did it. I know I did. And so I have out. no more.
2: Is there anybody that, like, any... Okay, I, I heard you mention, um this was a long time ago, that you you were like, I don't know why people hate the Kardashians. And you went on kind of like a rant about how you think they're hardworking.
1: <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> bringing back my one of my most controversial stances I've ever taken. Really? Yeah. People
2: bring that up a lot?
1: No. They don't, but I know a lot of people who hate the Kardashians and I feel like they hate me because I don't take a stand against them enough or something.
2: Do you know them? No, I don't. So what was your, so you,
1: I think it was just, I w- perhaps I was being contrarian. Mm. Um, and I realize I pronounced contrarian, like contrarian. <laughs> um, I, when people say they, they don't do anything though, I'm just like, but very, very clearly they do do something.
2: I think it's. Well, you know, I think a lot more people now are have your stance because this whole YouTube generation and Instagram and all this, now the world is filled with these kids who are famous for fucking nothing. So it's not, like, that shocking right. anymore. Now I look at it. The, back then I used to hate the Kardashians. I don't like them, but I look at them and I'm like, oh, they're doing just as much as, like, a popular YouTuber. Yes. Who, like, has I just a bunch think of, it must be you know.
1: hard. I'm not saying they do... I'm just saying I bet their schedules are tough.
2: Oh, insane. Because, like, it, they're always doing... I mean, just
1: filming a show has g- got to be difficult.
2: Mm. No? I don't think that's difficult. Because, I mean, that what are they doing? Just sitting around the house eating candy, talking about, like, oh, my God, Dad. Like, that's not that hard. Okay. But, I mean, all the press for it. I can't even imagine. Even just, like, the tiny amount of, like, press I've had to do for this show, which has been, like, I mean... I was judging hooker boobs at 8 a.m. I told you about that. Um, Did I tell you? No, (laughs) you didn't tell me about that. (laughs) I went on Playboy TV or something. It was like 8 in the morning. They're like, are you okay with touching boobs? I'm like, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) 8 in the morning? Um, But so I can't imagine. They're probably doing like 24-7 press. Yeah. And that's terrible.
1: Yeah. What's your experience of press been like?
2: Barely anything because we haven't really done much. We just did the hooker boobs for Playboy. Um, And I did a lot of interviews for stuff. I don't know. I I always say bad, stupid stuff, and then I regret it, so I try to black it out. This is the only thing I've been excited about.
1: Oh, thank you, Shane Dawson. (laughs) Well, I have – okay, a segment that I know is one of your favorite segments. In fact, it's your favorite so much that you asked if we could do it on your show, Mm -hmm. and we had to go buy the ringtone. (laughs) I did. Yes. Uh, And I haven't done it on this show in a long time, but I think that it might be time So Mm. let's do it again. And it is that one. Hey, go fuck yourself. All right. Listeners know that I have a problem where I yawn when I don't want to be yawning. And I went through this whole thing of – it it kind of went away for a while, but now it's back. And I don't know why it happens. However, recently someone left me a shitty, shitty, shitty comment about how unprofessional it is and don't I have more – like the same bullshit that has been said before, which is why I feel like – I don't know if this is how it is for you, but I feel like – Probably it's not three separate people using the exact same language. It's one person leaving three comments. Mm-hmm. Um, that is oftentimes my feeling when it's like, don't you realize that your phrasing is very distinctive? <laughs> but anyway, uh, saying that it was unprofessional and that, like, what, I probably got up at, you know, 10 o'clock. By the way, no, I actually do get up much earlier than 10. But regardless, and by the time I'm recording my show, I've only been up, like, this many hours. Da da da. Anyway... Look, I don't know why I'm yawning, but it is involuntary. Perhaps <laughs> it's a nervous tick. Maybe I'm under stress. You know what you can do? You can. Go fuck hey, yourself.
0: Hey, hey, go fuck yourself. Yawning? Oh, that's okay. I thought you were going for you can.
1: Uh... Oh, no, that's okay. I. You know what? If the you can and if me yelling it and then... The drop happens at the same time or overlaps. That's totally fine.
2: Don't apologize for the passion that you just <laughs> displayed. I
1: just let it out. <laughs> that was
2: really fucking intense.
1: Thank you. I, it like... Makes, I feel like I'm going to yawn, actually, which is making... Actually, I will say this. Listeners, this is what I will say. The fact that the yawning had gone away for a long time and then now it's back and um, my dog died and so I've been going through all of that and it's been, I've been very sad about that. Um, makes me think that it is a psychological thing and it is a response to stress. I also haven't been sleeping well though, but I don't think it's fatigue. I think it's, I don't know. Maybe it's a stress thing. But I really actually, given that I am on a microphone a lot, I should get to the bottom of it. Maybe I should talk to a therapist about it.
2: mm, I think it's more, I mean, I thought yawning was just when you're super relaxed and you're breathing really slow and you kind of, your body's like, wait, I need more oxygen. Yes.
1: That's what I had explored for a little while too. I had considered that, that it's just that my brain is getting hot (laughs) because I I need more oxygen.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. I
1: don't know. Maybe it's that. Yeah.
2: No, that makes sense.
1: Who knows? Oh,
2: Oh, is there another person? Yes, there is. Although, <laughs> like, I'm
1: hesitant to really say it because, you know, it's that whole thing of not wanting to give people attention. Do it. Okay. To anyone who, A, has an issue with how I'm grieving or how long I'm grieving, oh. or B, I, this one fucking wet fart of human being. keeps <laughs> Keep suggesting that I'm milking my dog's death, <gasps> that I'm milking it for attention and get over it. person i can't summon the passion i'm too angry about it or i'm too like you it's like actually it doesn't even anger me because it's so preposterous it's just more like what happened to make you such a cold shitty pile of shit wrapped in skin you piece of shit (laughs) i'm not even gonna call you one of my great insults i think if i do say so myself a dildo on feet You're just shit wrapped in skin on feet, you piece of shit. Go fuck yourself. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. And I feel sorry for anyone in your life because, well, I don't know. I just, that just makes me go, what's wrong with you? Mm. Either you're someone who's like very deeply wounded and can't connect, or you're someone who thinks that. Celebrities, which is not the correct word to use because I'm not, I don't want to be saying that I'm a celebrity, but who, but for, for lack of a better term, mm-hmm. thinks that celebrities are just on a whole different plane of existence and don't experience real human emotions.
2: What pisses me off the most about this, because I had to deal with this when my grandma died and she was always in my videos and stuff. So, like, when she died, it, I was talking about it a lot in videos. And I got s- some of those comments and I was like, and this is how I feel about you. Because, yes, you've talked about your, your dog's, you know, death in the podcast and stuff and i've heard them and um but it's like you came back to work whereas a normal person would take time off and grieve and get over it and like deal but like as a youtuber as a podcaster we had to go right back into it so fuck anybody who's mad at us for having to deal because like that's how we have to deal with it right we can't just be like okay nothing happened yeah i'll
1: see you in six weeks when i'm ready to
2: move on how about your dad your dog dies and then you piece of shit wrapped in toilet paper or whatever you said. Not How about your skin, dog dies? Yeah. And then the next day you got to go back to your job at McDonald's and then like you, you can't talk about it to anybody. Like right. that's not fair. Yeah. I'm assuming he works out. I do
1: Probably. I mean if even that. So fuck off guy. And also though isn't what I like not isn't. I don't mean this because it's not a question. It's a statement. What I do is. Oh, I, I hate when I back into sentences and I'm like, oh, I can't say what I'm trying to say. This is what I'm trying to say. I'm honest about what I'm feeling and what I go through and what's going on in my life. Like, that's my thing. Mm-hmm. Your thing is you wear black and you have man-made nipples. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. just kidding. No, it is really my thing.
1: <laughs> no, but I mean both of our things is that we are very open about what we're going through. Yeah. So why am I all of a sudden not going to be open about it? I think that that's what people like about me.
2: And no, I think yeah. this
1: guy just doesn't like me. So he can go fuck
2: himself. No, fucking ugh. Yeah, I almost said something really, really bad. I'll keep it to myself. Um, do you
1: have anyone you want? I wanna... do. Okay, good.
2: I had a I had a bad event last night. I was going to say situation, but I've overused that term, so I'm going to say event because it was an event. I was told I was told to meet somebody at a restaurant. I had never heard of the restaurant before. Turns out it was a fancy restaurant. But the person said to me, "Oh, dressed, you know, for warm weather because we're going to sit outside." So I. Literally one of the first times in my entire fucking life wore shorts. Like, I know. You You and I have emailed oh. about the whole oh.
1: hot weather outfit situation oh. thing.
2: It was. I literally had to prep myself into wearing the shorts. I had to put them on. I took a bunch of pictures. I looked in the mirror. I was like, figured out. Whatever. I finally got up the courage. I wore a t-shirt with short sleeves. I was like, I'm fucking doing this. Let's fucking do this. Let's roll. So I got <laughs> to the restaurant and I was like all nervous and sweaty and like feeling fat, looking at my legs, like whatever. I walk in the restaurant. I'm like... Ah, uh, there's a reservation, and then she looks at me, looks at my fat legs, looks back up at me and says, "You can't come in here." And I said, "What?" She goes, "No, you're wearing shorts." And I was like, "What's wrong with them?" She's like, "You're not allowed to wear shorts here. This is a fancy place." I don't know where you thought you were going, but this is a fancy
1: place. Wow. What a bitch.
2: And I was like, okay, first of all, this is not fancy. You guys have like chocolate mints in a bowl or something (laughs) like you're a Chinese restaurant. Shut up. But but yeah. So but luckily, the person I was coming with just walked in and said, shut up and like took us to our seat whatever. But for that, it was great because I was the only person that whole restaurant with shorts. And every time I get up to go to the bathroom, somebody would stop me. And then the manager would be like, he's fine. But it brought more tension to my legs. Yeah. Everybody was looking at my fucking fat legs that night. Everybody. Why is he wearing shorts? Why are his legs special? So
1: this is a special place that has a no shorts policy.
2: Yeah, it's a it's. I don't know, it's like a steak maestros maestros, maestros maestros.
1: Oh no, we've we've talked positively about their bread bowl.
2: I oh, their bread bowls the shit. Their <laughs> pretzel bowl. That pretzel, the pretzel bread. Oh. I know. No, the food was great, and after the shorts pr- event, everything was fine. But they took it very seriously with the shorts. And first of all, nobody there was dressed that
0: nice. They, they're, yeah, not, they're, wearing...
1: they're not ex- – I would not exactly call them a fine dining establishment. I mean, neither would I. Would I mean. you? You would? Everyone's nodding here. Really?
0: I would say it's the most expensive steakhouse I can think of. Oh, really? Yeah, me too. I didn't
2: look at the bill. I don't know. Is Fuddruckers <laughs> – <laughs> <laughs> you can wear shorts to Fudruckers. That's what I, I guess they are time.
1: fine di- – well, they're
2: – It's dark.
1: Yeah. There was
2: a lady singing.
1: I mean, I guess it is fine dining, but –
2: it's Their bathroom a had a person in so, it. So
1: I hate the people in the bathroom.
2: Oh, first of all, <laughs> it's the saddest thing ever because I'm like shittiest job ever, literally. And and I don't I, I'm uncomfortable because I don't need the guy, to, to, turn the need the guy to, to turn the thing on. I don't need the guy to give me a towel. It's not right, that hard. Right.
1: But, but then you feel like you have to tip them or and you, you just who has out. money You're like I'm never going to go to the bathroom yeah. ever again. <laughs> who
2: has money on them when they're taking a dump, or taking a piss? Nobody. Right. Where, what? Oh, go grab some from my table. Be right back. He knows we're not going to be back.
1: <laughs> but did you know they have a no shorts policy?
0: Oh, absolutely! Really? This is, the, this is the place where Matt famously asked if we were all wearing suits and ties. Oh my god! Yeah, no. This—that's a nice. That's a very. I agree with you that that is a chain, but you're not that. Based on how expensive it is, yeah, it should be assumed that there's no shorts. Now, I—I'm I'm sure Shane didn't like do any research and just <laughs> heard outside and did what he did. But that's a nice place.
1: And you would put the Orange County one in the same category, even though that's not—it's the Ocean Club, not the Steakhouse.
0: I wouldn't fuck around there, but I bet you that one I
1: think is more casual because I've, I've only been to the LA one once.
0: I bet you that that one, the Ocean Clubs traditionally are a lot nice, are a lot more lenient on that, but that's because they're really close to the water usually. Mm.
1: I had no idea. I feel like now that pretzel bread will leave a bad taste in my mouth.
2: Oh, never though, it's so good. Their butter cake thing? Did you have that's, that? That's yes, the I've had that. that too. Holy shit.
1: That is like just eating dough. Oh my
2: God. Yeah, and it's fucking amazing.
1: I
3: know. I,
2: it looked on the menu. I'm like, fuck that. Who's going to come here and get a butter cake? And the woman was like, get the butter cake. And I'm like, no, idiot. You she's got like, got I'm looking at, at your legs. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, I'm looking at your fat legs. I'm like, you know I'm... F- <laughs> anyways she brought it. And oh my God. It's Yeah. It's, oh my God. It's
1: very decadent. We should get them as a sponsor. <laughs> they could just pay us in bread.
0: <laughs> and we could get Shane on the shorts only list. Yeah. that's right
1: i feel like they probably don't advertise on podcasts they should though Got
2: they'll
0: it. never let me back in
1: i bet they will no so it sounds like you were having dinner with someone fancy though
2: i was having dinner with Lo- do you watch shark tank
1: not often That's
2: oh, my favorite show of all time anyways i was having dinner with uh, Lori. she's one of the shark tank people she, yeah that's really cool yeah she she asked me to i had her on my podcast and then she asked me to dinner and she's like you're probably wondering why i'm asking you to dinner i'm like no, not really, but kind of. And she's like, I want to be the Elizabeth Taylor to you, Michael Jackson. I'm like, I don't know what that means, bitch, but we're doing it. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. We're hanging out. <laughs> and I texted Lisa, and I'm like, I'm hanging out with Lori from Short things Is that cool? She's like, "Are you? Gonna, what's happening? I took a picture on my phone. It's really it's put on Instagram. People are like, what's going on? I'm like, I don't know.
1: I'm going to need to check that out.
2: <laughs> no, I don't know. But she's, she
1: obviously has an in there. She can get you past their shorts, she, shorts Gestapo. She,
2: okay. First of all, I've never hung out with a famous person before. She
1: is – Because we never hung out.
2: <laughs> ever. Uh, no. But no, like you – I didn't know. Well, you know because Adam, like he's fucking famous. But like I didn't realize like Shark Tank, yeah, I love it. But I forgot 10 million people watch that show. It's the biggest show on TV right now. And like when – I did
1: not know that. Wow. Crazy.
2: And we were in the restaurant. Everybody was freaking out. And I was like holy balls. It was crazy. You know
1: who's the person who's the most like that of anyone that I have spent time with? And I think this will surprise you. Hmm. Doug Benson. Yes. It is impossible to go anywhere in public with him.
2: Yeah, he's so recognizable. Too. Yes.
1: And yeah. and people love him.
2: Yeah. He unfollowed me on Twitter and I'm really sad about it. No, oh. I don't know what happened. Somebody – okay, I was sad about it but then somebody told me, oh, no, he keeps his follower number at a certain number. Yes.
1: That's why I keep checking to make sure I'm still on it.
2: And I was like, oh, no, what did I do? I tweet a, I tweet a lot of like promotional stuff so maybe that's why that. He
0: also does it. a lot of – like he'll do little Twitter contests where it's like 20 people – like the next 20 people who do whatever like get follows. So he has to lose 20 people because he keeps it at exactly 420 no matter what. <sighs> Don't, I wouldn't feel
1: bad about it.
2: I don't. I still
0: I think, love
1: him. Yeah, I think it is because he has that number that he has to But hit.
2: it is hard because I'm like, oh, I was... I could... Maybe I could have been on his, like, not unfollow list. But I just didn't... I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe one day.
1: One day you'll get back on.
2: Am I on your not unfollow list?
1: You're on my not unfollow yes. list. I would never unfollow you. Okay, good. Shane Dawson, thank you so much for coming on my show. Thank you. This has been delightful. Now, where... And when should everyone go everywhere to find
2: you? Okay, the movie "Not Cool" is coming out um, uh, on you know Apple TV and Amazon, all that other shit on September 23rd.
1: Is it also getting a, a theatrical release?
2: Yeah, it'll be in L.A. Um, well, Burbank. Um, this the 19th, the week of the 19th. So I don't know when this is going up, but. And then it'll be in New York the week of the 26th. And I'll be there Friday and Saturday and Sunday at all the screenings telling people, hey, buy tickets.
1: Awesome. <laughs> oh, when you hear this, the movie will be coming out tomorrow.
2: Tomorrow? Yes. So the tomorrow's the 23rd, right? When yes. you hear this, yes. So please, please, please go buy it, buy it, buy it, and, and please support it. It's actually – it's honestly a really good movie. I'm really proud of it. And I think people are going to be surprised because it's not like a kid movie, and it's 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 a good, big, fun, you know, super bad type of comedy. I'm excited about
1: it. Well, I can't wait to see it, and everyone can follow you on Twitter at Shane Dawson and on YouTube. Where should they go?
2: Oh, um, Shane Dawson TV. Yeah.
1: All right. <laughs> and uh, if you're going to buy something on Amazon, perhaps. Not cool. Perhaps, yeah, not cool, Mm -hmm. of course. Or toilet paper is what I was going to (laughs) say, but yeah. (laughs) Click through the banner on my website, alicemanosin.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra. It does help out the show. We have a special ringtone available that you heard already. Hey, Hey. Hey go fuck yourself you can get that by searching hey go fuck yourself on your iphone we have two special bonus episodes available with the aforementioned doug benson and greg proops uh that was the first year and then the next year was doug benson and much of the thursday gang and those are fun and they're $1.99 dollar 99 in the comedy album section of the itunes store you can follow me on twitter at allison rosen you can follow the show's twitter feed at ariymbf you can follow gary at Patrick smith still nothing
2: yeah don't worry about me Aww. don't worry about Kalen. I'm and, good.
1: uh, 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 I think that is everything. Thank you again, Shane. This was delightful. And thank you guys for listening. I love you. Goodbye.
3: Hey, do you know? So time kind for of the Allison Rosen show.